a cuppa and a good chinwag? The story has real-life stories to inspire and make you smile. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the app. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face. To helping you understand the issues going on in the world. To clear and understandable Bible teaching. All peppered with great Christian music. The latest news. And even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Well, it is a Thursday and we do like to catch up with Salt Shakers on a Thursday. Jenny Stokes joining us. Hello, Jenny. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back, Neil. Yeah, well, Jenny, you've had a couple of weeks break and hopefully you're feeling nice and refreshed, but you're back in the office and there's some significant things that are happening, particularly in Victoria Let's talk first of all about the safe access exclusion zones. These relate to people who are protesting outside abortion clinics. Well, that's that's right. And and earlier in the year, a couple of months ago, the uh, the sex party MP Fiona Patton introduced a bill, and there were lots of flaws in that bill, and it was decided by the government that they would take that over, they would do their own bill, and we thought, well, it may be a little more reasonable. But this particular bill put in by the Labor government uh, currently being debated in the lower house in the Legislative Assembly. But what it would actually do is still have a 150-metre exclusion zone, not only around abortion facilities where abortions are done, but also GP clinics where abortions might be done as well. So, And that means that people can't um, harass or intimidate or approach somebody about the issue of abortion. But it actually says that they can't impede the, you know, the footpath or the, the road or anything else. So uh, it's still a question as to whether silent prayer would be allowed. Um, and certainly one of the MPs thinks that might be a possibility. But that protest, anything of a protesting nature or even handing out information about support for a woman who might want to keep the baby would be banned under this, this law. And the penalty for doing it is up to a year in prison. So you know, they don't mess around you know, having a fairly minor penalty. This is quite a, a heavy penalty. Jenny, you've hit the ground running. Another issue that's hot right now is the same-sex adoption laws. What's about to happen with those? Well, again, they're in the in the Victorian Parliament and they've actually been passed by the lower house, so that goes to the upper house then for a debate and vote again this week. So um, these things often come into the state parliament so certainly we oppose that we ask people to contact their MPs to say look please don't vote for this bill and we've done that over the time but these sorts of bills um, you know have periodically come up in state parliament so we'd encourage people in any state that they're in to look at what's happening in that to be in touch with your local MP um, and to you know, that if you're actually in contact with him, you can say, well, what sort of bills are coming up? Um, you know, if this one's there, please don't vote for that. Um, and the same with the federal parliament. So, again, it's an encouragement to for everyone to know who your MP is because we vote for them and then they represent us. So if we don't actually tell them how we feel on issues or what we think as a community member, then all they're getting is the other side. And there's lots of lobby groups out there pushing their view, whether that's on same-sex marriage or adoption, whether it's on abortion and other things. These lobby groups are out there pushing the issue and lobbying the MPs to get them on side, often before it even comes to the parliament. So we need to be doing the same thing to be saying, look, you know, in New South Wales and Queensland, where there's potential for abortion laws to be put in, to actually be in touch with our politicians and say, look, you know, this is our view on abortion. We don't believe it should be legalised um, in the same way that Victoria and Tasmania have done. 
Okay, and it's not time to get lax in contacting your MP. This is a time to maintain that opportunity that we have to be able to speak our mind and to actually make those points for our local MPs so that they know that there is an alternative position. That's right, yeah. So we'd encourage everyone to do that. Jenny, let me ask you uh, about one more thing. Uh, The terminology that's come out of recent times... uh, after Senator Erica Betts made some comments about the way that conservatives and people with a Christian position are treated by the mainstream media and in general in the wider community, there's this terminology that's emerged, negative sentiment overdrive. Uh, you've been monitoring along what that means. Uh, what does it mean? Well, well, it, it actually means that, uh, you know, if you've the media will actually treat people quite differently if you've got a conservative view than if you're on the more liberal-leaning perspective. And the the situation arose, and and Eric was told about this, after he he did an interview, it was due to be a five-minute short interview, it ended up being 20, 20 minutes or more, and he was talking about the decision in the US by the Supreme Court, and he talked about one of the judges who was a black African American judge, and in the course of the conversation, he referred to him as a black African-American uh, because that's sort of, you know, the way you're supposed to do it. And in one of those, he actually used the word starting with N. And as Eric describes in his article in The Spectator this week, he talks about the word starting with N and ending with O. And, of course, that's, that's the word Negro. And he had all sorts of criticism about that. But he also then had lots of people sending him information about, you know, groups in America that actually, like the Negro Professional Business Women's Association, where they actually choose to use the word themselves. And I had a woman actually write to me this week and sort of say, well, I actually describe myself in that way because I'm, you know, from sub-Saharan Africa. That's the way it was actually determined scientifically. And so... Eric points out there's a lot of these other people who you might have that that particular brand of music, uh, genre of music. You might have um, some of these other comments, and even the Sydney Morning Herald use the article use in an article actually use that word, but they use it no criticism, no comment. But because Erica Betts uses it, everybody goes absolutely <laughs> ballistic, if you like, um, being very critical of him using that word, even though it's you know, a word used by them themselves. So. It, it, he, his, work, his article in The Spectator is quite amusing. It actually p- points out how, how the conservatives are treated quite differently by the media than by somebody on the liberal left or in other places where, you know, the use of terminology and words isn't questioned in, in the same way that, that uh, it is when conservatives use them. So very interesting article. He uses some humour in it. It was posted on our website. So, um, yeah, it was a... And, and people have said, look, great article, I'm not going to delete this. It's, it, it actually says it how it is. So have a look on our website. So it's called Negative Sentiment Overdrive. And yes, the, the idea is that there is a perception that people have as they look through a particular lens which is predisposed to think that if you are conservative or if you are Christian, that somehow or other you must be on another planet. That's indeed right. So the, word, the article's called the N-word. He actually doesn't put the full word in the article. Uh, most people sort of work out what that word is. He describes it as a section of the American community. And, uh, but, you know, scientifically, that's the word just like Caucasian or Caucasoid and, uh, and so on were the scientific terms for people from various parts of the world, um, but it's become politically incorrect to use it. Um, 
Except, of course, as he points out, and so many people sent him information, other groups actually use that of themselves. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it's sometimes I think that people feel conscious or politically correct on behalf of other people who don't necessarily always feel that way themselves. Well, you do have that article on your website. I'll point people to saltshakers.org.au. Always good getting your insights, Jenny Stokes. Thanks so much for joining us today, and we'll catch up again soon. Great to be with you now. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.